Welcome to the Bookshelf Challenge, where the kids give the reading assignments. I, <laughs> I'm going to jump in and interrupt you. Um, I'm Emily. And I'm here with Lindsay. Hi. And uh, last week we did um, my top five like young adult and teen books of yeah. the year that I had read this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and this week we're going to do Lindsay's yes. top five picture books yes. that she read this year. And this will be the last time I interrupt you. So <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah, it's going to mostly be you talking this time. <laughs> Well, Which I'm is all, great. <laughs> I'm all about uh, work bundling. Okay. Like I read on four-hour work week. Okay. And I had to pick out some books for the Wyvern Cot, and I thought this would be great because I can talk about my favorite picture books, and those picture books will most likely be the nominees for the Wyvern Cot. And what is Wyvern Cot? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Ra- Wyvern Cot is St. Francis School's version of the Caldecott Medal. And the Caldecott Medal is given out by the American Library Association for the best illustrated book of the year. It goes to the illustrator. So books like The Snowy Day by Ezra Jack Keats has one. Mm-hmm. Um, the Adventures of Beagle by Dan Santad has one. So beautiful, beautiful picture books. And we read a bunch of picture books, the second, third, fourth grade. Mm-hmm. I think the first grade as well. And then the lower school votes on their favorite picture book. Oh, that's really fun. And then we write to the illustrator to tell them they won this prestigious award. Do you ever hear back from the illustrator? Not yet. But okay. <laughs> this might be the year. That's okay. <laughs> um, so we don't know who won the Caldecott this year yet. No. Okay. The awards go out in January. Oh. So we'll find out then. We'll have to talk about it on the podcast. Yes. Yeah, also when the Newberry comes out, too. Which I know y'all do a big Newberry thing, too. Oh, yeah. we're going to talk about in... January. Yeah. When we come back. To be continued. To be continued. But let's get into the books. I haven't ranked them, so I'm just going to talk about you them. You slacker. Okay, I'll rank them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll rank them and they'll be arbitrary. <laughs> well, the first one I'll talk about is the one I actually don't have in my hands, and it is called The House That Once Was. Okay. And it's by Julie Pogliano. I feel like I know that name. You do because she <laughs> came to our school. I do know that name. In May. <laughs> okay. And for, so last school year. And she writes really poetic picture books. Okay. Um, lots of metaphor. Um, Did she have one about springtime? Yes. Okay, that, we spring. read that one in class. Mm-hmm. And this one is all about kids coming up to a house and um, trying to imagine what this house was used for, who were the people in it. Oh, that's It's a really cool. beautiful, like, calm... Uh, picture book, a lot of imagination, really great illustrations as well. So that one is my number five. I like it. That is, really I'm going to have to check the it out. But that you don't like. have it in the library? I do, but I think it's checked out. Got it. And she has a lot of other great books. They're kind of tough uh, story time reads because they're so, and I can't think of another word, but poetic. Yeah. Um, but they, I think, would be perfect bedtime stories. Yeah, like one-on-one mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. stories. And she does a lot of poetry. Especially if they're very too. calm. Yeah. With, like, nice illustrations. It's it's great. Now I will talk about the ones. Yeah, we've got, a, we've got a whole stack here. This one is called I Really Want to See You, Grandma. Okay, I've read this one. And it's by Taro Gomi. Um, all these picture books came out this year. This one actually was published in the 1970s, though, in Japan. Okay. And has been republished in English and put out this year. It is the cutest book. It is really cute. And it's about a girl and her grandma that really want to visit each other. And so at the same time, they decide to take a trip. 
And so they keep on missing each other. The girl ends up at her grandma's house. The grandma ends up at the girl's house. They take many forms of transportation. They take cars, buses, bicycles. Um, they do finally meet up. Spoiler alert. Spo- spoiler. So no need to read it. They <laughs> it's find so it's not about a little girl getting lost. No, she's not. She never sees her grandma again. No, she does. And it's a great read aloud because kids get really excited when they see they're going to miss each other again and yeah. again. And so it's a really funny one. And the illustrations are adorable. Oh, look at this one. I You had this one in the book fair this year. And yeah. I picked it up thinking it would be a good gift for my niece. Oh. And my mom, yeah. who don't live near one another. Oh. But uh, my niece is in third grade, so I thought maybe it would be a little yeah. young. But it's very, very cute. It's I love it. And it makes me want to go see my grandma. I like that. <laughs> and speaking of grandparents, this is another. Maybe I'm just thinking about my nana. This is just your grandparents list. <laughs> but this one's called Drawn Together. It's by Min Lee, Min Lei, and Dan Santat um, did the illustrations. Okay. And he did The Adventures of Beagle, which won the Caldecott. I don't know that he one. He did um, After the Fall, which was last year's Wyvern Cot winner. I don't know that one either. <laughs> Oh, you'll I'm, love him. I'm falling behind on my picture books. He has great illustrations. Those are fun illustrations. Very colorful. Yeah. This one does have a lot of words. Um, it's kind of a wordless picture book in a lot of ways. But it's about a grandson who goes, like, dropped off at his grandfather's house um, for the day. And they don't really communicate. The grand, there's a language barrier between the two of them. Okay. And they don't really have a lot to talk about. And so it's kind of a boring day for both of them. And then the boy takes out his notebook and starts to draw. Mm-hmm. And the grandpa is like, oh, I love to draw too. And so they start to draw together. Oh, that's really cool. And <laughs> the boy, the young boy has a more cartoon style. And then the grandpa has like a more, an older style. And so they're kind of blended together in these really cool pictures. That's really neat. And this is a really fun one to look at. Again, not the best story time read aloud, but great to have at home. Well, and it seems like it would be good for young or early readers, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. There's not so many words, but you can still follow the story. Exactly. I like that. And it's about finding like commonalities between two people who yeah. think they can't communicate. It's really good. That's really cute. I really like the pictures in it. They're very unique. Yeah. All right. What's next with Serrano? The next one is a nonfiction. I had a really hard time. I'm interested in this one, looking at it upside down on yeah. the table. It looks good. <laughs> There's been a lot of really great picture book biographies that come, came out this year. Okay. Before she was... Oh, I'm cheating now. I'm just saying other things. That's okay. Before she was Harriet is a really great book about Harriet Tubman. Um, and then there's another one about... Um, Gloria Steinem. Okay. It's really good. Um, but this one, I think, is my favorite... It's called Game Changers, the story of Venus and Serena Williams. And, again, the illustrations are awesome. It's by uh, Lisa Klein-Ransom and James E. Ransom, which is a husband and wife author-illustrating team. Okay. And they've done a few other biographies that have been great. Um, and this one is just the story of Venus and Serena from their childhood. That's so cool. And um, up oh, into I love the art. when they are in the Olympics and, um, you know, all of their. I like that a lot. All their opens, Australian opens, French opens. In the back, they have a longer um, 
bit about them. And then the actual writing in it is a substantial biography. Yeah. Sometimes in these picture book biographies, you don't get a lot of information. But this one has a lot, and it really does talk a lot about um, the challenges of being an African-American uh, young girl tennis team mm-hmm. in a dominantly white sport. Yeah. It doesn't really shy away from that, like sometimes picture books would do. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. I really love the, the imagery they use with their beads when they wore beads, especially yeah. when they were younger. It's beautiful. That's very cool. I think it's my favorite biography. I'm trying to think of a way to work this into my science class so I can read it to everybody. <laughs> like, tennis, <laughs> physics, force. We're doing physics right now, so <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and then we'll go outside and hit tennis balls. Yeah, that sounds fun. Oh. It's not freezing outside. That wouldn't be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That one's very cool. And then the last one is called Island Born. Oh, and I see the author already. Is Juno Diaz, who wrote The Wondrous Life of Oscar Wilde. Yeah. And This Is How You Lose Her, which is one of my favorite. These are for adults. So I've never read anything by him. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll start with this picture book. Yeah. <laughs> And it's illustrated by Leo Espinosa, and the illustrations are gorgeous. This is a longer one, so third should be great for third graders, second graders. Okay. Um, if you read chapter books, it still would be a good one to read. And it's about a girl who's going to school in New York, and is supposed to buy, write about where she's from. And it's clearly the Dominican Republic. Okay. But it uses a lot of metaphor. And she goes all through her neighborhood to talk to uh, people about what the Dominican Republic is like. Oh, that's really cool. And it talks about the music, the food, what it's like on the beach, um, having a great community, but it also talks about the dictatorship mm-hmm. and uh, the Dominican Republic. Uh, it's just a really cool book. It's, it's a, a really fun read. It's that a looks like read. a fun one. This one would be... Um, I mean, I would give this, yeah, to a third grader, even a fourth grader, because there's a lot of stuff that you could easily gloss over if you're younger. Mm-hmm. So you can read it when you're young, and then you can read it when you're older to get like, a little to bit get more history. history of it. Yeah. I like that. That's really cool. I'm I'm curious about that one, too. Um, I like that at least none of the ones that you brought in today, um, well, they all included characters of color. So this oh, is true. a very diverse stack of books, which is really cool. So we've got um, someone from the Dominican Republic. This one I drawn together. I'm not sure which. I think Vietnam. Oh, cool. It's based in uh, like a Vietnamese family. And Venus and Serena. Yep. And then a Japanese book. Really About a grandma. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. That's that's a cool stack. We just I just had a friend ask. Um, for their two-year-old for some book recommendations for some more diverse picture books mm-hmm. because all their books had white kids in them. Yeah. And he's a white kid. And she's right. like, he needs to know more mm-hmm. about the world than just mm-hmm. himself. And for so sure. this is a great stack of recommendations this for is her. a great starter. So if Catherine is listening, <laughs> get all these books <laughs> for your son. They're all great. <laughs> You're going to love them. I like to the website Brightly. To find a lot of interesting picture books. I okay. think it's run by a publishing house, maybe even Random House. So you're going to get a lot of Random House books. But sure. um, that has pointed in the direction of a lot of great picture books to order. Also, We Need Diverse Books, which is a nonprofit, has an app yeah. that you can use to 
find new books that are coming out. I've heard of We Need Diverse Books, but I didn't know they had an app. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's called Our Stories. It's not called We Need Diverse Books, so go to their website, and then they have information about that app. Very cool. Yeah. It sounds like it was a good year of reading, Miss Serrano. It's great. And I can't wait to do Wyvern Cut. I think the kids are really going to like this one, and they're going to be really fun to read. I think it's going to be fun, too. These are cool, cool choices. So, kids, if you're listening, you already know what the books are. Spoilers, again. (laughs) Which is the thing we're worst at, apparently. (laughs) We should call this the spoiler challenge. Yeah, I like that. Um, Well, this is our last podcast for the year. Yeah. We'll be back in January. Yes. Um, Preview, we're going to be talking about... Fortunately, the milk with yes. a third grader. Yeah. We're going to be talking about a series mm-hmm. with some eighth graders, mm-hmm. maybe two series. Yeah. Uh, Miss Lindsay has planned that one, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was another one we know that's coming up. Um, we are going to interview Mrs. Campbell. We're going to be interview Mrs. Campbell. Whitney. Oh, yeah. We're going <laughs> to, the other Mrs. Campbell. I was like, we are, I thought we were doing we that already. We did that last week. <laughs> yes, we're going to interview my wife, Whitney, about, um, she just finished the Harry Potter books in like record speed yeah. and has continued reading, which has made me really happy. Last night, she was very exhausted after going to the gym with Lindsay, mm-hmm. and we just sat on the couch and read silently next to one another, and it was wonderful. <laughs> so she's reading Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe now. Obviously the best book ever. It's so cute. She was like, it better live up to the hype after all we had talked about it. <laughs> it's so, so good. It is really If good. you want, we can interview... In January, uh, my boyfriend's book that he's reading. Yeah. It's a 900-page book about Gandhi. I'm very into it. I think I've pro- is it is it Gandhi? Something. I may have read it. Get out of here. Oh, yeah. I was a religion major. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, Miss Serrano, this has been fun yes. um, in 2018. I think it will continue to be fun in 2019. Yay! And see you guys next year. Bye. Bye.